So now we're gonna get we're gonna be getting into the quote of the pod, and the quote of the pod for this week is the M- the NBA is back. And the reason I say that is because I took a little hiatus, little time away, and came back to many games being played throughout the NBA bubble. So now we have a lot to talk about getting into the NBA being back. But I'm just going to be touching on some of the biggest surprises after a week of basketball, professional basketball going on. And just as I'm going, let me know what you think in the comment section down below. Or send me a message on one of my social medias letting me know what you think of the NBA being back. But basically, I wanted to get into some of the troubles with a lot of guys not really liking their 2K ratings, which is very interesting because 2K doesn't really simulate real NBA right now, which is pretty interesting if you ask me. Like, somebody's bringing up something how, like, a simulation video game can't even simulate the real life because real life has gotten has started becoming like a video game something deep like that some crazy stuff but basically players are still talking about the rating even though they're playing in the nba bubble and not all the teams are there but anyways to each his own a lot of another thing that a lot of people was talking about was the lakers struggling in the bubble and this is only in my opinion well not even my opinion we're not going to get into it yet but basically the people been saying that the lakers are falling off and LeBron is being carried by AD and got carried by AD to a number one. And they're shooting the three horribly. Like they're like 28th in the bubble. And I don't know if there's more than 2018. That may be the worst shooting, three shooting team in the in the bubble right now. But for my opinion, I believe that since the Lakers have locked up the number one spot, they're probably taking the foot off, a ga- off the gas a little bit because they knew they was going to end up with it since the Lakers are so... Like, if you really look at the Lakers, like, you would know names of people coming after the people coming off the bench, if you know what I mean. Like, you know names of people that are, like, get, like, five minutes a game. Like, the Lakers are really a... a, a deep team and everybody always talk about oh the Clippers are deeper which they definitely are because everybody knows who Lou Will is coming off the bench but the Lakers for some reason I just believe are taking the foot off the gas and just waiting for the real games which is the playoff games to start because these seeding games really don't help anybody but the people trying to get into the tournament or into the playoffs because the people at the top seeds Top seeding doesn't really even matter this this season, which was probably a huge blow to the Lakers when they found out the season was being canceled. Because inevitably, going to the NBA bubble, your home court is now stripped away. So now you only dealt with playing the worst team that you can at the start of the playoffs. So basically, that's why I think the Lakers are not really doing that well. I just think it's because... They don't really have any motivation going into the playoffs. Like, what do they have to motivate themselves when they're already sitting at the top? Getting into the Rockets. Rockets been shooting a lot of threes lately. Like, Westbrook has been going off, but he's not a three-point shooter. The rest of the Rockets team shoots a lot of three-pointers, but Westbrook really likes to do a do like a two-crossover dribble combo and then pull up for mid-range. 
James Harden, of course, is still going off. You know, James Harden does what he does. He's always that person that makes the game look so easy, and then you try to do what he do, and then it just ends up, you air, end up airballing or something like that. Like, the way he scores is is to not be imitated unless you really practice your craft. But as far as, like, the Rockets go, they, I think they beat the Lakers not too long ago. But they're looking pretty good. I think they're going to be playing some tough teams throughout the playoffs, seeing that as they're not a 1, 2, or 3 seed. They're going to be having back-to-back-to-back hard teams trying to get through the playoffs. They thought having the Warriors, well, Warriors are better than everybody, even now. Like, if the Warriors still had KD, they'll be better than everybody. But now that they're gone, even, um, even with them being gone, you still have LeBron and AD. Which is one of the best duos we've had in a while. But no, not really. Steph and KD. Steph and KD probably is the best duo of the decade if you think about it. Okay, getting off of, on the tangent. But I just wanted to put that in there. Um, what was he talking about? <laughs> Rockets. So the Rockets, they shoot a lot of threes. James Harden makes it look easy. And they're sitting pretty good. Even though they're going to have a hard time advancing in the playoffs. Because they're going to be playing some pretty hard teams right off the bat. And the people on Twitter, I saw people joking about um, the Suns winning games. And they was like, did that, did uh, did they not know they were supposed to lose? And I guess the Suns going to the bubble was on a mission. Because they are not losing a game. Like, they haven't lost a single game. As, as of me recording this, they're like 4-0, I believe. People was really talking. Some of the experts quote-unquote that espn was having they was talking about how injuries in the bubble could become a, a big problem because you don't really have that many not like doctors but you don't have that many like i don't know how to word it basically it could not on some coronavirus type but it could overflow with too many injuries to tend to which i don't know how that would be actually considered because it's like like, the NBA, they have a lot of people, but at the same time, I don't think people be getting injured to the point where everybody needs surgery at the same time. Like, I don't think it's that bad. Like, football, you may have that problem, but basketball, I don't think it is. Some of the players, standout players, is uh, some of the players off of the Nuggets called Michael Porter Jr. I think I saw him once. I, I'm glad to see him doing well. I think he had a really bad injury. And then Bowl Bowl, I think, is on that team too. So they have some young talent coming up. Hopefully they can manifest into something. Because right now, people are just saying that it's just like they're not going to get that many minutes into the playoffs. They're just playing right now because the Nuggets are basically the three seed, I, I believe. And a lot of people are hurt, I think. Switching gears into another rookie, which everybody knows at this point called zion williamson big gumbo williams <laughs> he's been uh hooping a little bit but for the most part he's been getting being held back by the pelicans because just to put it plain and simple like for those that don't know the pelicans aren't trying to win any games in the nba bubble the only game i i seen them trying to win because i've actually been watching the pelicans i like to watch zion play because i mean he's just different than everybody like literally so i like to watch the pelic well not pelicans i like to watch him play and it was only playing them, like I kid you not, they played them for like five minutes, take them out. Five minutes, take them out. Like, I don't know what they was doing. But all of a sudden, as soon as they played the Grizzlies, with which the Grizzlies have John Morant, another guy going to be rookie of the year this year. 
I feel like they was trying to make a statement because out of all the games they could have played Zion the most, they played him the most against the Grizzlies. So you take of that what you will, but I think they're not really trying to win games. I think they were just trying to make a statement as, hey, we're actually better than the AC, but we just came here to lose, which is weird and which is why AD left to go to the Lakers because the Pelicans don't really know how to handle superstars in my opinion. So switching gears, now going back to the West with Portland. So Portland, I think, is doing pretty good. I think somebody has stepped up on the... Oh, Gary Trent Jr. is averaging 18 points a game alongside Damian Lillard, which is crazy because you have Melo and CJ. But I guess they've taken a back seat a little bit. But I think that the reason that the Blazers are going so strong is because the reason why professional leagues like these play so many games because young I don't want to say just young people, but just like young teams have to figure out themselves throughout, like, or figuring that, figuring it out throughout the season. Basically, when to rest, when to kick in the next gear, how to handle back to backs, and throughout that 82 game season, the more seasoned teams come through, and I think that's why the Blazers always end up getting the A spot, which is. Why I think they're going to get that A spot again. Because, I mean, just having Damian Lillard knowing how to play a whole season and when to rest a little bit, when to kick into next gear. Because when the kick in the next gear is not always when you're like 10 games away from the A spot. It starts way before that, I believe, for like people like Damian. So he always is thinking about the bigger picture, especially with LeBron. So somehow Portland has found his way back to the A spot. Well, I think they're tied. They're either tied for it, or they're like one or two games back. But they're really close to overtaking that spot. And I think the Grizzlies lost their second best player, called um, uh, what was his name? I forget his name. But anyways, I think Jaron Jackson Jr. I think that's it. But anyways, the Grizzlies not really gonna do anything this season. So I I hate that for John Moran because he's been carrying the load so much, and for a second basically his second player to go down it's just well not second player but like his second option player to go down probably hurts him a lot so the blazers would probably end up taking the ac if i was to guess then we have devin booker he's still dropping points like crazy as i just said Suns are undefeated 4-0 it's not really too much to talk about with the bubble besides the fact that we're getting really close to the playoffs and you know when the playoffs start that means that the superstar is kicking into another gear. And since we're in the bubble, I my prediction is that some of the role players will actually kick into another gear. Because think about it. Think about how many teams, great teams, come out and say, the fans got me going. Think of how many times that's, that's happened in the interview. That I just started, and then the fans just kept me going. So that's a real thing. Like The fans really, especially shooters. When you shoot and the fans just go crazy, it kind of puts in your head that mental note of what happens when you make, as simple as it sounds, that mental note of what happens when you make a shot. It's like, I want to do that again. Then for shooters who actually put time to the gym, they do that again, same result, crowd going crazy. And it gets higher and higher each time. So that drive, it's basically like a drug, basically. And so that's why I Shooters the most feed off the fans. 
but in this environment they're gonna have to feed off their teammates i would say themselves but when you're playing it on a team your teammates should be able to pick up the um pick up the energy because what are teammates for they're to help you win they're to be your teammate you know what i mean they're to be your mate so now they have to feed off the teammates i'm interested to see who will come out and start being like uh the the, the type of player to ball out that nobody expect them to be in which right now it's looking to be like tj warren from the pacers so yeah that's all I really have for the nba bubble talk let me know down in the comment section down below who do you think will end up winning the NBA championship. My prediction will be the Lakers still because LeBron James and Anthony Davis are the best duo in the league besides when Steph and Clay, <laughs> Steph and Clay, Steph and KD was together. So now Lakers have the best duo in the league. And you see what happened last time a team had the best duo in the league. They won. Talking about the Golden State Warriors. So. LeBron and AD can overcome anything, should be able to overcome anything. And if they don't, it'll be a long day or a long offseason for LeBron. Which is funny because I think the I think the offseason turns around in like two weeks or something. And you go right back into the season. I don't think it's that quick, but it's like something crazy like that. But yeah, switching that up a little bit for the podcast version. There's no if if you've listened to my last podcast, which a lot of people do, a lot of people be message uh, messaging me and be asking like, man, when are you ever gonna like switch from groove? Because it always seems that you're always talking about it going away, and I just stick with it because I don't really know how to um like well, I guess I should ask those people. But basically, I can ask them now. If you're listening, let me know some apps besides groove i can use to make a playlist and, and play my own sound not like spotify but something like you can download your own stuff not own stuff your own sounds that you make your own beats because all these beats i own so whenever i use these beats it's be it's for that reason because i i won't get copyrighted so just let me know another app I could put these all in the playlist on. But that's a little, just one a little tangent about how the podcast is ran. So actually switching it up to another topic.